What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints Podcast. I'm Gobi. With me tonight is Dr. Nagel, Mega Construct, Zero Burn. Sit back and enjoy the ride, because it could be a bumpy one. Uh, by the way, happy belated birthday to Omega. And I see you are completely lost in Space Engineers again. I decided to readdress... Uh... An old favorite game, just for nostalgia purposes. I don't think I'll be playing it too much for too long, but uh, give it a go, see what's changed, see if it's any better, see uh, how I like it. It's kind of fun. When was the last time you played it? Oh, it's been a couple of years, at least. I can't... Uh, I, actually, I, here, let me uh, check my save file list. Why he's doing that, Niggle, you were uh, you had some shenanigans. Something about a trailer and pistons and conveyor and boom. Oh, Omega. Well, Omega could probably talk about this more. He started a game, a survival on the alien planet, because I don't. We neither of us had ever been a uh, on the alien planet or started off there before. And uh, yeah, he was having a hell of a time finding uranium, and was doing everything battery powered, and that was getting to be a pain in the ass. So he brought up the idea of creating a mobile base, and I was all for that. And we used the biggest wheels in the game to create this huge, uh, six-wheeled kind of truck that was just a mobile base. I mean, it's going to be a behemoth of a vehicle when it's completed. It's... It, it is a gaudy monstrosity with just everything attached onto it. It is it is going to look ridiculous, and it's going to function... It, it, is, it is pure function over form. It, it, the purest form. And it will do everything that we want it to, I hope. It's going to be good. And then maybe you'll polish the turd a little later. Smooth out the edges a little bit. No, no I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, while we were uh, building something yesterday, there was uh, an explosive mishap. We were visited by the space engineer god Clang. <laughs> he is a very vengeful god. Clang is great. There and are a few things you could do to invoke his wrath, and. Uh, we were playing with those things, and it uh, led to some troubles. Yeah, there are things in the game. There are pistons in the game, which extend and retract, and there are rotors, which spin around exactly like their names would suggest. And there are also merge blocks in the game, which lets you merge one grid with another. And I don't think that anyone in the development team intended for those things to be used together. But we can, so obviously we do. And uh, merging eight pistons together and then trying to paste them onto something using creative mode resulted in a glorious explosion, which was very pretty and did a lot of damage. Yeah, kind of tore the whole thing in half. And that's why in Space (laughs) Engineers, before you try anything experimental, you always quick save. Control F5. It was good times. So yeah, that's uh, that's Space Engineers. Yep, (laughs) still Uh, gloriously uh... broken. But it looks nice. (laughs) Does Uh, at least it looks pretty? Uh, Before we get into something that's going to take like forever, uh, Remnant from the Ashes is still free on Epic. You should probably pick it up. It is quite a bit of fun. Um, 
we'll warn you the first couple of bosses you probably need at least a co-op partner to be with you because they're not fun solo um after that you have some room to explore and level up and and even the playing fields and whatnot and makes it a lot easier but the first couple you're definitely going to want a co-op partner to take on the bosses now uh, kobe what is remnant from the ashes it's like Dark Souls with guns, and you're now, shooting breeze. <laughs> now, Kobe, what is Dark Souls? Um, if you don't know what that is, you probably should stop playing video games. I, I, I think we've all picked it up on on Epic just because it's free. I, I, I don't think I've ever bought anything on Epic. I think I've just collected free games. <laughs> Uh, that's all I've pretty much, well, with the exception of Breakpoint, all of my son's games on Epic have been the free ones, and he has a pretty massive collection there. Um, it's, it's pretty close to 50 games already. It's a lot of not free Not all games. of them are, not all of them are good. I mean, some of them are fun to play a couple of times. Uh, the Drawfall 2 is a great party game. Um, <laughs> it's like Jack in the Box, but drawing. Uh, yeah. But <clears throat> onto the fun stuff, because this is what everybody really wants to talk about, and everybody here is a huge Fortnite fan. So this this is a big deal. Gobi, how dare you? There's no fun on this podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, I know you're all a bunch of fun suckers. Uh, so the first thing is this massive legal document that these guys are making me read, um, and it is I mean, massive. You don't have to read. It's not that big. It's only 65 pages, and there are pictures. There are pictures. It's pretty cool. Um, I, will, I will say that's the first time I've seen pictures in a court document. Um, Actually, now that you <laughs> say that, I don't think I've ever seen a picture in a court document. I've seen a diagram. I don't think yeah, I've ever no, seen I'm... a picture in a court document. No, they're usually attached to the court document um, as evidence or whatever, or whatever, you know, depending on what kind of court it is. Um, but yeah, I've never seen them like inside, embedded in the document. Um, anyway, yeah, the, the point is a 65-page legal document that was released by Epic, and it's it details what Epic is taking Apple to court for, and... Uh, Mega is apparently red. Yeah, Mega might be able to speak to this more. There, He has a, a theory about how this situation evolved. Let's hear it. Popcorn? Ready? Well, I, I, you haven't actually described what's happened. So, Fortnite... Uh, decided to make their mobile game uh, take direct payments, which is against the terms of service of the Apple App Store. Uh, the way the App Store works is if an app, uh, you know, if you're going to buy something in an app, you buy it through the App Store, and the App Store takes their cut. Uh, and it's against the terms of services to put direct purchases or direct payments in a game or in an app on the App Store. Well, Epic went ahead and did it. Apple took them off the App Store, so Epic sued them for it. Um, this was 
a deliberate act by Epic to challenge Apple's policies on forcing people to uh, go through them for uh, as a third party for all payments. Uh, Android, uh, Google took them off the uh, Google Play Store as well. Um, so this is a, a pretty significant legal challenge in like the landscape of mobile gaming. Um, and it, it's, I don't know, it's really, it, it's super interesting. This was a, a very deliberate move by Epic. They actually made, uh, everybody should go watch this. They made a parody of <coughs> Apple's Zero, can famous you uh, 1984 uh, ad against IBM. And like they parodied it in Fortnite. Uh, and it's beautiful, and it's I don't know, they're basically calling out Apple for their hypocrisy from you know where they came from as a company to the you know globally influential monstrosity that it is today. Uh, so they planned all this. They knew this was going to happen, and this is uh, Epic taking their shot at taking down one of the big guys. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely. When I first heard about it, I was like, oh, God, this is going to piss off so many kids and it's going to irritate <laughs> so many parents um, because it, it it essentially is, you know. Apple. Straight up has a corner on the market and that's it. And it, so and I get what I get what Epic's trying to do, and it's actually it's good that somebody's finally standing up to Apple and and trying to, you know, quote take back what needs to be taken back and and actually put the money back in the hands of these developers. I think it's a, it, what's really interesting is that it's setting up a pattern uh, of behavior of sorts from Epic because uh, Epic likes to throw their weight around. They've forced PlayStation into doing crossplay for Fortnite by throwing their weight around. Like they they know how to get shit done. And you know, it's because of that I'm almost hesitant to be like, yeah, way to go Epic fighting against big evil Apple because all they're doing is <laughs> using their fan base to because you made a great point. Like if those games are off the App Store, kids can't play them. And then you have millions of kids and their parents having to hear about how their kids are upset about it. And that's going to, they're going to yell at Apple about it. Why isn't this game on the App Store? So Epic, yeah. uh, this is a really shrewd, smart, manipulative business move by Epic. And I like it. I definitely didn't make a point about Epic using their fan base earlier when this lawsuit came out. So, yeah, nuts to that. <clears throat> yes, um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, so much. The funny part, what happened to all those people that just bought V-Bucks on iOS and now they can't even play their game or use them? <laughs> Oh, I didn't even think about that. I mean, say say Ugh. you spent a hundred bucks on fucking V Bucks like right before the app got taken off the app store. 
Well, and here's the thing. You gave that money to Apple. So who are you going to go after to get that money back? Are you going to go after Fortnite, or are you going to go after the App Store where you paid that money? Oh, see, and that's a touchy one because uh, you can't, if you do it, if you go after Apple and they do whatever, uh, Epic bans your account. From what I've heard. I don't, so. I don't know, but see with this lawsuit, I don't know that Epic would do that now. I think that they would stand their ground and they would let you to continue to play if you have access to it. Now, of course, I've gotten rid of my Apple device and I don't know of anybody who has an Apple gonna, device that plays Fortnite myself. And I've got, you know, I've got if they kids take that are in that area. Off the App Store, is it still playable on the phone if you keep it installed? Or is it just like unplayable because it can't update? Um, I that's I think it depends on the app and how integrated they are into the app stores or the Google Play Store's ecosystem. Much like with Steam. No, I mean, an I know how it works on Android. I, I'm asking about Apple. Like they well, took I'm, it off of yeah, Apple, I'm like saying Apple it's, Store. I I imagine it's not too dissimilar where it depends on the game, and I, I'm saying that I don't know what it is for Fortnite or how uh, integrated they are with the App Store in terms of their servers or other services. Well, I don't think I, any of us play mobile Fortnite, so none of us can really speak to this. Well, on Android, uh, the, you just sideload the app, and it still runs on Fortnite. Fortnite still runs on mobile Android. The only people who are affected are iOS users. Um, because they can't sideload apps because of the way their store works. So the reason that I zero is saying that he had an Apple device, if they remove an app from the, the market, but it's installed on your Apple device, does it still work? Or is it just basically here, defunct because the, it can't update? Right. Here is the quote from uh, the developer's site at apple.com. Uh, the question is, if my app is removed, will current users of the app be able to access my app the answer is yes your app will remain fully functional for current users they will experience no interruption to services and will still be able to buy in-app purchases so if your app is removed from the apple store according to development and apple you can still use the app right but now what happens when because like fortnite it has to update which means they have to push an update to the app what happens when they push that update how does that get to the app on Apple if it's not in the store? I would assume just based on this that the uh, update is not pushed and the app is just outdated and, uh, and you it's won't defunct. be able to use it. Yeah, so then it's defunct. So then, okay, yeah. That would make their lawsuit have more weight, I guess. Because basically yeah. now they're... Yeah. Well, we haven't we haven't even gone to what the lawsuit has touched on. It did. It started off as far as any of us knew, uh, to be just Epic suing Apple for taking this off the App Store because uh, Apple didn't like that they were uh, Epic was bypassing their 
you know, they're cut for any in-app purchases. The loss of the 65-page document here is turning this into a, a full-fledged antitrust lawsuit, saying that Apple effectively has a monopoly on all applications installed onto their operating system because the App Store is the sole way to install apps onto iOS devices. And yeah, they're, they're going after an antitrust lawsuit. So yes, uh, Gobi, to answer your question, yeah, it would cripple Fortnite and it would effectively be a way to just cut people off from this permanently. Which is, I, I, as far as I understand, antitrust, that is a monopoly. <laughs> that, that, that might be the exact definition. I and um, I am a doctor. The, the dancing, minus the dancing and the, the shiny balls. I mean, if kids can't get shiny balls on their Apple devices, I can understand how that would be upsetting. I definitely can see how that can be upsetting. Almost as upsetting as another game being pushed back. Oh, we're done talking about Apple already. I wanted to I, I wanted to rag oh, on Apple okay. a little bit. Oh, okay. That's fine. You want to rag? We, we Go can, for we it. Can, no, we can <laughs> talk about Halo. I just think Apple yeah, yeah this uh, is an ancient ancient argument why I don't use iOS devices or Apple devices. It's just because they're I mean, their hardware's gotten better through the years. But you're you're paying for style, not for functionality. You're paying because your device is just so pretty. So Apple was, uh, yeah. whatever. What's one scene the point? Come on, PCs, so much more fun. Build your device, guys. Be like uh, Henry Cavill. Yes, yes. Minus, <clears throat> minus the Superman movies. Be like Henry Cavill. Ooh, deep cut. But yes, I agree. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Halo Infinite has been pushed back to 2021. Although it doesn't say when in 2021. Which... Soon. Soon, dot TM. <laughs> well, are they going to say, oh, well, uh, fuck it, let's just release it at holiday of 2021 because, you know, that's when Halo releases? Or are they going to go for a spring release? Or, you know, how, how bad is this news? That is a question I'm asking. I mean, is this just, yeah, or, oh, fuck. No thoughts? I don't know. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where if they're pushing this back, do we think they're actually going to push the release of next-gen consoles back? Is that next? Ooh. I well, mean... I mean, what, what good is a next-gen console if you don't have any, any games? Exactly. Exactly. And uh, it's... <sighs> when all of this started, we all knew that everything was going to be affected and it's just a matter of, okay, what's the next shoe that's going to drop? Yeah. See, we're just balls of joy tonight. Balls of fucking joy. Wow. Let's just keep it up, and should we keep going with the, the how Bungie had to shut down? <laughs> Can I talk about this? Have oh, it, buddy. this is great. Before, buddy. This it. is absolutely fucking amazing, because this just shows that Bungie is still doing their same shit 
over and over and over again. It just proves my point and why I Wait. no longer play the game. The you mean they didn't learn from their other mistakes? <laughs> Bungie learning from something. That's funny. I hope Deej is listening to this prick. Um, <laughs> the the um, European I don't even know what it's called. Um, the EAZ weekly challenges were disabled due to an issue causing powerful gear rewards to not be granted upon completion. This is the same thing that happened at the release of Shadowlands, and it took them almost a full year to get it fixed. And this is just for the Solstice of Heroes event, which runs for about four weeks. <laughs> and it, no, eight four, weeks, weeks after it's done, they'll have it fixed. Yeah, essentially. Okay, cool. Well, at least um, we got that to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things. Okay, now Bungie's also pushing this, the the new um, expansion that's getting ready to come out. Okay, well, are you going to push that out now that you've completely fucked players on um, getting their powerful gear and being able to grind up to the power level cap, the soft cap? Or ooh, ooh. are you Let's going ask to just... Let's <laughs> sorry i had to <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's just it's just a matter of bungie is doing the same thing and they're not learning and if you don't <laughs> learn from your mistakes how how does the saying go those who don't remember history are doomed to repeat it all right now just just because I, I this seems like that kind of podcast let's uh let's go to the devil's advocate i mean is it really a mistake if people throw all this money at them and just say take my money for this broken ass content i mean can we really blame them for continually making the same mistakes if it pays so well oh no i mean i'm not disagreeing with you <laughs> It's okay. it's I mean it's one of those situations where people are it, Bungie has its core it, its core people that truly enjoy the game good for them but at the same time it's getting a little old and people are gonna start getting pissed off this is why Warcraft saw such a saw such a huge loss in their player base when Battle for Azeroth came out. Because everybody was burned out with Titan forging and and all of this different crap, and then what did what did Blizzard do? They turned around and they essentially did the same thing again, only they changed it from Titan forging to corruption, and it just it never really took off, and they've had to they they. Literally, the first thing they said when they announced Shadowlands is we're not doing Titan forging. We're not doing corruption. We're not doing any of that. This is going to be a build your own character the way you want to build them. And it is actually working out. People are very excited about what, you know, what Blizzard is doing with WoW going into Shadowlands because I've been playing a little bit of the pre-patch and it's a far and away shot from where it is currently and it's just the pre-patch stuff 
So I, I'm excited to see what they do. Now, Bungie, on the other hand, they're never going to learn from their mistakes. They they just keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fallout has finally, well, they've learned from some of their mistakes. Uh, and they're finally deciding to join the rest of, you know, we'll call it 21st century nowadays. Um, so they're doing something called One Wasteland, which is basically the same thing that the Division 2 does or Bungie does. Like, you know, a high-level player and a low-level player playing together. They both shoot the same person, you know, the same enemy or whatever. It does high damage to the high-level player and low damage to the low-level player. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's the big thing that's coming that they're testing in their PTS. Um, again, like I said, I think in chat, the game is where it should have been at release. Only took them what two years? Yes, almost two years. Almost better late than never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, they got that cane. I mean, but hey, at least they're crossing the finish line <laughs> or trying. <laughs> Bungie's still tripping over its shoelaces, but it's going fast. Uh, so. Mm. Everybody's second favorite origin in EA. They're combining. So now they're all going to be EA Play. And EA Play Pro. Wait, what is this? The EA Access and Origin Access will... combine under new EA Play banner. So it's going to be EA Play is the cheap <clears throat> cheap tier and EA Pro Play Pro is the expensive tier. <clears throat> I didn't, I didn't know the EA Access was the thing. I just have Origin. I I play I used to, I don't actually play any games on Origin anymore. I used to play Mass Effect on uh, on Origin, but uh it's been years. Good for them, I say. I'm more confused after reading one paragraph because they decided to compare it to HBO Max and HBO and HBO Now. And yeah, anyway, um, so they're combining and they're all now EA Play and EA Play Pro. Um, I don't think anybody really cares because I don't think any of us use this. I think Leetness was the only one or no, he did the Uplay Plus. No, didn't he also have Origin for a while or something? He was trying... Back when Mass Effect came out. Maybe. I know he does, like, the Xbox Game Pass, and and he had Uplay Plus for a while. I don't know if he still does or not. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't... The rest of us, we don't really... We still, like, we're uh, fact. Yeah, we don't. That's uh, I don't even know any good titles besides sports titles that are on Origin. Uh, with single player games, Crisis Three if you like shooter, but it's short story. Um, Battlefield if you like multiplayer PvP. Uh, Dead Space series is pretty decent for horror. Horror whatever you want to call that genre. Horror. And, oh! Horror. 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 
Oh, and uh, well, I guess Need for Speed is racing games, which are sports games. So yeah, that, that's about right. Yeah. Oh, and Titanfall, Titanfall, and Titanfall Two. Those those are good shooters. Probably the only reason to actually have Origin is Mass Effect and Titanfall. If you're glutton for punishment, there's also Star Wars. No. Star Wars, that's right. I thought about getting the new Jedi one on Steam, but like, I don't know. At the same time, it just did not look like. Yeah. Uh, so, Zero, you want to talk about the Xbox X? <laughs> Um, honestly, no, but, uh, since I was the one that added the article, yeah, I guess, I mean, it's the, they've announced that it's getting, that the Xbox sex is getting ray tracing and it's going to have machine learning. Uh, they released the specs for both of those, um, the ray tracing and ray triangle units, uh, 380G per second. Raybox Peak, which of course I have no idea what any of this is, but I'm assuming it's good. Um, net performance depends on the bandwidth of, it depends on your bandwidth and the number of nodes tries visited per ray, whatever that means. Uh, it's minor area cost for three to 10 times acceleration. Um, makes perfect sense to me. Yes. Okay. Well, as long as it makes sense to somebody. Um, the machine learning interface acceleration for gaming character behavior and resolution scaling. It's a very, uh, they're saying it's going to have a very small area area cost, um, with a three to 10 times performance improvement, uh, 32 bit HDR format for rendering, blending and display. So, I mean, it it sounds like they are essentially trying to make the Xbox, uh, or as as Doc and Omega are affectionately calling it, the Xbox Sex. Um, it's going to catch on, man. It, it eventually it will. You heard it here first. But it, it sounds like pretty much what they're trying to do is they're just trying to make the Xbox Series X compete with low end low-end mid-tier desktops is is what i'm gathering that's okay. great so oh the kids like the ray tracing nowadays the only game i've ever played with ray tracing on it was minecraft if that tells you anything oh that's right they did that thing yeah. Yeah. Bedrock. I think it was Bedrock. <laughs> yeah. So Bedrock. PlayStation has it, right? They've announced they have ray tracing. Now Xbox mm-hmm. announces they have ray tracing. Is AMD the only, like AMD PC processor, is the only game that. Uh, uh, get ready. Uh, these all use AMD GPUs, both Xbox uh, Series X and. Uh, PS5 both use AMD GPUs and CPUs. So, I thought, they, I thought ray tracing was the uh, was an Intel thing. 
yeah, Nvidia. Nvidia. Well, Nvidia started it, yes, uh, but AMD will have ray tracing. Um, they've announced that they just, they will have. They just it's not here. Yeah. To just to clarify, we don't have it. To clarify, a processor is not a thing that, that will do ray tracing. A GPU definitely will, and NVIDIA did start it with the RTX 2080, but AMD has uh, also put it out on all of their latest GPUs as well. So I'm, I'm just happy that uh, Microsoft and Sony are using AMD architecture in their new consoles. Good competition. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. And... The Intel boys that, and the NVIDIA kids on their toes. Yeah. Um, I got nothing. I mean, I this this has <laughs> been a fairly brief overview of everything that we had to talk about. I think Fortnite, the Fortnite Apple situation, is is what is going to you know, really drive gaming news for the foreseeable future. That is significant. It is. It, it really is. Time. Yeah, that I'm happy is to a see that. Very, that. That is a big story. It, it can't be understated. Um, like, it's been a while since we've seen a company publicly and, like, openly take on another like this in such a dramatic way it's kind of a... i mean when was the last high profile Whoa. antitrust oh, case that was up, back when we were up. in high school apple removed fortnite from the apple store and has informed epic that on friday august 28th apple will terminate all our developers accounts and cut epic off from ios and mac development tools Ooh, spiteful petty <laughs> we are asking this, the court to stop this retaliation. Details here, and it's in a tweet. Uh, thanks, Sophie. There you go. So, like, we are... This is corporate warfare. This is two yeah. companies uh, going at each other in in the legal landscape, and it's it's going to be interesting. Like, this, this will have major repercussions on the mobile gaming landscape in the future. Um, like this, this case will set a precedent one way or another uh, that will, you know, change or it'll, it'll either change the way that things work now in mobile gaming, or it will solidify the way things work now as the way it's going to be forever. So it sounds like they uh, have filed a motion now for a temporary restraining order against Apple because of all this on top of... Well, what is the restraining order for? A, well, I'm assuming it's to stop them from being removed from the tools from iOS and Mac. Gotcha. Yeah, that would make sense. That would be my guess. I mean, I haven't really like dove into and actually read this, but it's another, it's another huge long legal document. Um, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's so, when was this first announced? Uh, I saw it. I think uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere midweek. Uh, that's when I put the stuff on the topic list. Okay, so 
looking this, at and, and this is just I, I'm looking because I'm a I'm a I'm a money a money guy. I went and looked at Apple stocks and their their one month their one month stocks on the sixth they were at four fifty five sixty one per share. By Tuesday, they had dipped to four thirty seven fifty per share, and that was I'm assuming because it took a hard dip on that day. And I mean, of course, what twenty nine bucks? Not even that. Uh, just right at twenty dollars isn't much of a dip for a company that's getting four hundred and thirty seven dollars per share. But they've steadily gone back up and only gone down a couple of dollars since. Then. Yeah, you think that an this, antitrust lawsuit would have a, do a little more damage than that, but the the night is young. Yeah, well, and this one just was released. The the restraining order, if it goes through, that's dated today. Like this is just done today. <clears throat> this might have more effect tomorrow as well, especially on trading with antitrust and now a restraining order. Um, I mean, the memes have already started. I mean, they're showing the the after hours trading on Apple. They've actually kind of leveled off at four hundred and fifty nine dollars a share. They're up point five, uh, point one two percent year to date. Yeah, so, but we're still early in like oh, none of yeah, litigation no. has started. It, it, oh no, I look for them if this goes through and they end up actually winning this case if they win this case their stock will their stock will take a hit and that's just because there will be a lot of people who will move and will lose faith in apple for doing for doing this well wait if, I, if yeah. apple wins, their stock will take a hit is that what you're saying no if apple no, wins I, Oh. If Epic wins, yeah, yeah. No, if, I, if, yeah, Apple loses. If anything, it's it's not going to be sentiment that caused. This is capitalism we're talking about. Come on, greed is the primary uh, motivator here. No, no one gives a shit about sentiment or you know how people's feelings or any crap like that. If anything, you know, if if people are going to move along, it will be because their Ouija board told them to, which is perfectly valid, or because <laughs> they. Uh, don't, the Apple has lost the uh, the competitive edge, the the whole monopoly that they have for delivering content on the App Store, or maybe people will you know like Apple even more than this. They'll start investing more because there will be more than just the App Store uh, as an option to deliver content. Who knows? Who can say? Well, in order for that to happen, though, I mean, one way Epic wins and. It forces Apple to open up their ecosystem and allow you to sideload apps, or they realize they're going to lose and, as a PR move, open up sideloading to apps to save face. Um, those are the only two options that are good for anybody. Well, here's the thing. I, actually, as we're talking about this, I got to say, even if Apple sees you know that they're gonna lose this case for whatever reason and they they're like okay we need a, a delivery system other than the app store um all the rest of that in any event they are still a corporation and they can just you know flippantly decide no more epic products on the apple store and nobody can really do anything about that so 
no matter how this turns out, I'm not really seeing Fortnite ever being available on an Apple device again. Oh, no, no, no. I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, well, if, if they allow sideloading of apps, um, then they, it's possible. Uh, the only other option that they could have besides opening up a backdoor is something might be something even crazier is allow the Google Play Store onto their um, ecosystem. Because that's just about as a closed ecosystem as the Apple Store. So it's not like you're you're just adding another closed ecosystem. Well, I mean, the apps are any better on Google Play. I mean, uh, they, I mean, there's a lot of spam. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Far worse because, you know, for all the valid complaints about Apple's practices and the way that they manage their app store, they do maintain a higher standard of quality than the Google Play Store. Absolutely. Oh, oh Absolutely. yeah. They, they definitely have a higher bar. I mean, that's the price you pay for having an open ecosystem. Uh, you know, obviously, I love Google and the, the ecosystem the open system. So I understood that. And, you know, I take that with, it's a, it's a negative. It just, what it, it is, what it is. I mean, but I've also taken advantage of the side loading and, you know, the ability to root my own phone and stuff like that. That, I mean, you can't legally jailbreak an iPhone. And I mean that you cannot legally, I jailbreak an iPhone. <clears throat> you can jailbreak iPhones and side load apps. Um, you just can't legally do it. I mean, what not if Google, you're using the what, iOS. Preventing you from doing it. Google, uh, Apple's uh, terms of uh, service. Yeah. Because, Apple's you know, again, it's like you didn't actually buy the, the iOS. You may have bought the hardware, but you have, you know, a leasing agreement with a, it's that horse shit. And that's not entirely yeah. enforceable in every single state. That's, if I, I was about to say, has, that, that was the question. You say it's illegal. Well, just because the terms of service says something doesn't make it legally binding. Yeah, but if I say that and it's illegal in somebody's states and they do that, uh, they could technically come after us. So it's illegal. No, they can't. You come your own risk. There's a there's a disclaimer <laughs> on risk. every single one of these that says we actually don't know what we're talking about, and I make shit up all the time. Yes, I'm just but saying. You have to, but you have to trust him because he is a doctor. That's right. I am a doctor, which means that I know everything and everything that I say is true, especially all my lies. I mean, they're <laughs> true in your head, so that's all that matters. <laughs> when I close my eyes, the sun disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh, fucking Christ. I, I, yeah, I, I am a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, you mean you mean the Earth revolves around the sun? No, no, it's no, not no, no, flat. No, no. no, this we live in a geocentric universe, and I am the geo. <laughs> no, the Earth is flat, and if I I can walk off the edge of it, man, and I'll just fall into nothingness. They have Didn't rockets. Some... They tell you so. Yeah, right. Didn't some loser like a couple months ago prove that the Earth is flat definitively or something? Uh, he attempted, I think. I we haven't heard from him since. Whatever happened to the, who's the guy that did the um the opening to Crisis Two, uh, uh, BYOB or something like that, BOB. 
the rapper. <laughs> B-O-B. Yeah, B-O-B. B-O-B. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, the guy. Okay, the, the the rapper who did the opening song to uh, Crisis 2, which I actually liked, I really liked it, uh, turned out to be a flat earther, and he started up a GoFundMe campaign. He wanted, like, uh, $25,000 to prove that the earth was flat, and then he bumped it up to $100,000 because of expenses, and everybody just knew. No, he bumped it up because he wanted more money. So that that's the status of the flat earthers right now. Also, their subreddit is dead, uh, but it kicked up uh, a couple days ago because somebody somebody went in there and made an amazing discovery one morning. I don't know what it is because the mods have deleted it, and I didn't think that you could actually delete anything permanently on Reddit, but I can't view what the moderators clipped. Ah, uh, that's neat. That's a cool trick. We should figure out how they did that. So yeah, yeah, right. So, the, so that you can clip my comments on the GS subreddit. <laughs> Click them and highlight them. It's just Put me them correcting. all on a sticky topic. It's me correcting people's <laughs> spelling. It's the most annoying bullshit on the planet. I'm such a fucking troll. Uh, I was gonna go grammar Nazi. That might be worse than a troll at this point. Whatever. It, it's the same <laughs> thing. It's definitely one or the other. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. What was it? Um, I saw something that said, um, oh my God, it was something about the earth. Uh, what is it? It was the Kristen Dunst quote. Oh, I think actually it may have been her. Um, is Kristen Dunst a flat earther? Yes, she is. What? Um, cool. <laughs> I was, I was just saying because of the, oh my God. <laughs> Oh, here we go. The Flat Earth Society. Hi, Elon. Thanks for the question. Unlike the Earth, Mars has been observed to be round. We hope you have a fantastic day. The fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> well, yeah, we, we can't observe Earth because we're on Earth. But astronauts have. Maybe we should take their word for it. You mean these people who are extremely qualified and uh, represent some of the best minds uh, in humanity that have been chosen to go into space and uh, learn about the cosmos? You, those people? You mean listen to them? No, you're right. They're fucking crazy. We should never <sighs> listen to them. I don't have They're anything in common with an astronaut. <laughs> oh, I mean, dude, here they is. were here. in uh, nothingness I for weeks. The, they can't be the sane. Point. I found the quote that 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 made me laugh so hard I nearly pissed and shit myself. Um, the Flat Earth Society posted on Twitter. The Flat Earth Society has members all around the globe. Did, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. Did, some, did somebody seriously what? <laughs> that spell is, check must have got them. <laughs> that is uh, hopefully uh somebody somebody uh smart making it in a very good joke that is a wonderful joke <laughs> and then somebody of course responds and says say that again but yeah. slowly <laughs> 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 oh god it's so much fun taking the piss out of fucking flat earthers man it's great uh <sighs> Aaron, uh, gravity they don't know how gravity works and it's just it's a wonderful thing i'm trying I mean, they can't yeah. help it they're just so flat get out um, I remove am... him from the chat now that was a terrible joke goby <sighs> man you're just pissed because you can't go flat out 
I'm trying Masa- to find definitively whether or not Kirsten Dunst is a flat earther. <laughs> Masa- <laughs> I, dude, I literally must, yanked. I yanked. No, I yanked that shit out of my ass. If I'm right, I swear to God. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> that really would be funny. I, I haven't found anything so far, except for a movie called uh, Melancholia, which has to do with flat Earth or an Earth. Not, not even flat, just Earth. That would make is the the hurt. Her in the oh my god gif. Yes. <laughs> From any one of her movies. I mean, she said it in what? I mean, wait, how many movies was she in? Uh, she was in 50. the Spider Man movies. <laughs> the first ones, you know, with the with the second best Spider Man. With Sea with Biscuit? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good cut. Okay. Uh, You know, the last, since we've completely gone off the rails, the podcast is over. Good night, everybody. Um, The last thing I saw Kristen Dunson was actually Fargo, where she played the wife of uh, of the butcher dude. She was really good in that. I mean, Uh, I think Spider Man might have actually been the last movie I've seen her in. Oh, wait, Wimbledon. She's not the worst actress on the face of the planet. No, she's I, well. She, if you find I, a role that you're good at and you slip into that, and you really dedicate yourself to it, and all the rest of that, you are usually pretty fucking good. She had that with the character in Fargo. I'll say that much. I haven't seen a lot of stuff that she's been in. I saw the Spider-Man movies. Um, yeah. I probably saw another movie that she was in. I, I don't know. It's just like you know. It's just like she's found her niche, just like Kathy Bates found hers. You know, psycho stalker that likes to kill people. It, it's, oh, it, it Kathy, works for her. Yeah, <laughs> Kathy Bates in uh, in American Horror Story. I think Gosh, yeah, she's she, brilliant. She was in <laughs> she was in Misery, and that's when I think the the ball started rolling. And from then on, yeah, she she uh, picked some really amazing psycho parts to play. She either does really good psycho parts, and and I hate to say it this way, or she or she plays the um the butch lesbian in Melissa McCarthy movies. One of the two. I have never seen her in a Melissa McCarthy movie, and I think I'm a better person for it. <laughs> yes, yes, you would be correct. You are a better person for it. I haven't seen anything that Kristen Dunst has been in uh, any movies since. Uh... Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man might have been the chronologically the last movie she was in, but not the last one I've seen. Uh, no, not chronologically. That was uh, uh, Spider-Man 3 was 2007. She's been in something once per year since then. Yeah, it looks like once, well, at least one thing a year. You gotta keep that Screen Actors Guild membership. You gotta do that, otherwise SAG drops you. You lose all your uh, health benefits. She was in Drunk History. That's amazing. She was. Yeah, she was in Drunk History. How I must have seen that then. And she was in Black uh, Mirror. Okay, yeah, I saw her in Black Mirror. And I saw her in Fargo. And I probably saw her in Drunk History. I almost want to go watch the Drunk History one just to see what kind of drunk she is. Oh, no, <laughs> she no, she would have been uh, one of the people enacting the story that was being told by a, a drunk person because they always get comedians to do the stories and a uh, actress she may be but a comedian i don't think so
No, definitely, definitely not a comedian. I was looking up Kevin Sorbo on IMDb too. <laughs> oh God, Hercules! That, uh, I, yeah, yeah, oh Hercules. God. Hercules' career has taken a, a very sharp downward turn since uh, oh. 1998. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, much like uh, much like he is insane. Yes, he is. He like, he's he's uh, gone conservative Christian uh, um, politician, uh, uh, political commentator on Twitter. The funny thing is, is that none of it is official. It's just him using Twitter to be crazy i can't figure out if it's an actor if he's just doing it for shock value but yeah he's he, he's a he's a psycho he's trying he to revitalize his went career. off the deep end <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah he I mean, definitely did. the last thing i saw him in was an episode of like hawaii 50 i think and it was like season two or some shit and they're on like what season 11 Wait, you know, you know that you, you know, yeah, you like one episode. Um, it would have been in the same season that the I'm looking chick from Lucifer was in. I don't see it here, but I'll take your reference. I think that was second season. Yeah, he was like her dad, or yeah. Like I saw two episodes of Andromeda, and I was just like, okay, this is not for me. And uh, that was that was the end. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Um, okay, 2010, 2010. He was in Hawaii Five O, one episode as uh, Carlton Bass. Yes, he was a surfer, a surf CEO. The fuck was he doing on the OC? <laughs> everybody, 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 remember that show, The OC wait, wait, on Fox. Wait. He was on. He was on a Y five O. No questions asked. He's on the OC. What the fuck was he doing there? <laughs> when I think of the OC, I think of people who are under twenty years old, because uh, that's all that show okay, was. Okay. Okay. Fair point. Fair point. See, he must have been. He must have been playing somebody's grandfather. <laughs> so, so the 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 only thing that I have to say about any any actor or actress's career. You know that your career has gone the absolute way of shit when you end up on Law and Order, Special Victims Unit, as the perp. That's when you know your career is over. No, no, just rewind that a little bit. When you end up on Law and Order SVU. I, you know what? You. you know what? I, I have to give respect to that show because it's been around for God knows how long. Was it 25 uh, seasons, 26 seasons I now? I don't even know. It's one of those shows you just have to make fun of because of the the noises. And let's, the, be, yeah. let's be perfectly honest here. Everybody says that Law & Order is a very popular TV show and a lot of people watch it and that's why it's had so many seasons. I don't know anybody who's ever watched Law & Order. I watched Law & Order. Um, <laughs> I've seen like a couple episodes, but like... I've seen, every, I've seen every episode of SVU. And that's just because Mariska Hargitay. That's it. That, I need that's... to. I was going to ask you what what exactly what exactly kept you with that show? Oh, Mariska, all day long. Wait. So I won't even ask that because that's a whole rabbit hole. I don't even yep, care no, to go. You down. don't want to go down that rabbit hole, dude. It's deep and it is freaky. Um. So Alice in Wonderland. 
freaky or like Land of the Dead freaky? No, no. Th- think Alice in Wonderland on an LSD trip. All anything I've been there done is just like yeah. It's all like police stuff. At least Christopher Malone has kind of branched out. Um, the guy who played uh, he kind of branched out a little bit. Now, if you haven't watched it, oh god, what was it? Uh, the the show Happy. He plays a, uh, he plays a schizophrenic, and it is absolutely the funniest shit I have ever watched in my life. They see him talking to this unicorn, this imaginary unicorn throughout the entire show. Did you know that Mariska Hargitay was on Baywatch? What? She was on Baywatch, one episode, second wave, 1989. Good show with the unicorn, it's they just did a different version of Wilfred. <laughs> oh my god. That show was so dumb, but I couldn't stop watching. It was so good. It was that was fucked up. <laughs> that show was a fucked up show. Like that was a show that when you finished watching the episode, you didn't feel good. But <laughs> you feel happy while you like it. It was like art. It was so dark. If you if you understood the entire storyline, you were fucked in the head. Like Wilfred was such a dark show. I'm trying to find out if um, Elijah Wood was a, an executive producer. He did such a <laughs> job in that. Uh, he was in another uh, another movie between The Hobbits and that. And it was stupid and funny all at the same time. And I can't remember it. It was. He's made some interesting movie choices. Dude, he's been in, since sure. yeah, since Lord of the Rings. He's been in some fucking amazing stuff. He's also executive <laughs> produced some great stuff. Uh, Dick Gently's Holistic Detective Agency is so good. It's, it's not so even I, the well, name I, of that movie is great. I don't know. No, it's, it's a TV show. TV yeah, oh, TV well, whatever. <laughs> it is so funny. It's just, it is. He's yeah. It's uh this is uh, this is the idea. Elijah Wood is the ideal of someone who gets a whole lot of money and awards early in life, and then just doesn't give a fuck for the for the rest of his career. And he does whatever he wants to do as long as it's funny and or fun and interesting. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's fucked up. But yeah, Wilfred. Well, I, just, <laughs> I think it's just good that he's been able to resist getting typecasted. Because when you're when somebody is in something as epic as that, it's easy to get uh, sort of stuck. In, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Certain perceptions. That's that's what. Uh, and and I actually had this conversation with somebody the other day. That's what um, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and and all of them were talking about. You know, when they when their contracts ended, they said we don't want to be married to these customers. Or to the, to these customers, to these characters for the rest of our lives. Well, sorry, you're kind of playing the most iconic characters in the history of comic books and now movies, and you're going to be RDJ quit. Yeah, less less than. Holy, hold up. Uh, sorry, we got to go back to Elijah Wood. He was in Back to the Future Part Two. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was a uh, he was a little kid at the arcade at the very beginning of the movie. He was the child actor. Yeah. Yeah. 
But no, I mean, I did. I just didn't realize he was in Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? He's in. He was in Frasier. Uh, the Adventures of Huck Finn. Uh, what was a, a Radio Flyer? Like I don't remember him in any of these movies. Uh, Back to the Future Part Two was a is his first. That was his first time in a in a movie. Um, I definitely get credit for Huck Finn. But yeah, if anyone wants to go back and watch Back to the Future 2, it's still a great movie. When they actually, in the very beginning of the movie, when they arrive in 2015 and they go into that, like, antique diner, there are those kids playing that arcade game. and Or they're trying to play the arcade game. They're just like, how the fuck do you use this? And Marty McFly walks up, he's just like, I'll show you how to do this. And he shoots all the guys with the guns and they're just like, it's a, you have to use your hands to play this game? It's a baby's game. And they walk out. One of those kids is Elijah Wood. Nice. Huh. Also, did not realize that he voiced Sigma in uh, Red versus Blue. That's pretty neat. Yep. Love yeah. Red versus, uh, Red old versus Rooster Teeth. Blue. Yeah. God, that's great stuff. That was back uh, when Rooster Teeth was a small independent studio, and they weren't trying to cater to uh, an enormous audience. And you know, their content's gone slightly downhill. Not the movie I was talking about, but probably my favorite uh, Frodo movie is uh, Green Street Hooligans. Uh, oh, he was, oh, yeah, okay. Um, That was the, the, what, the rugby? No, uh, the soccer. Oh, the soccer hooligans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Chelsea grin and all that stuff. It, it's actually a really good movie, kind of a dark ending. Um, But yeah, overall, a good movie. Also, um, I think it was really fucking hilarious that he played the love interest in Deep Impact. Elijah Wood and Lily Sobieski. What a wholesome teen couple. Yes, that's where what? I come from as well. He was Impact, <laughs> the movie that was trying to compete with Armageddon. And uh, Elijah Wood was one of the, uh, the, the stars. Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, he played opposite Lily Sobieski. And, you know, their first date together was uh, very contained and respectful and he perhaps gave her a peck on the hand before heading home at 7.30. Okay. That was... It, 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 it's funnier if you know. It's not funny at all. Never mind. Um, wasn't he <laughs> the one with... Wasn't he <laughs> also the one with Morgan Freeman as the president? Yep. President Morgan Freeman. Uh, yeah, that was cool. And the lady whose name I can never remember, who went on to oh. play every single character in every single Lifetime movie ever. And so you guys aren't thinking we're completely crazy and, and not in video games. He also did uh, God of War voice acting, too, in 2010. So did Kevin did, Sorba. Yeah. Amazingly enough, he did Hercules in those games, too. Yeah, he was Hercules um, in God of War. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Talk about talk about being typecasted, uh, <laughs> right? He's no. I bet he actually showed up to the studio. He's like pounding on the door. No, he just showed up to the studio. They came into work one day, and Kevin Sorbo was sitting in the lobby. He's just like, "Hey," they're like, "Aren't you Kevin Sorbo?" And he's like, "Yup." I was like, "What are you doing here?" Uh, um, I'm playing the voice of Hercules. Like, did we ask you to do that? When do I do it? <laughs> <laughs> just shows up and just. <laughs> Walks in, fuck shit up. Leaves. Hey, where's the uh, recording booth? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did did the security guard let you onto the premises? Yeah, I brought my own microphone. <laughs> Where is that microphone? Don't worry about it. 
if you have to ask, you don't want to know. Gotta say, my favorite uh, Frodo appearance, though, is probably in Sin City, where he played Kevin the Cannibal. Yes! Oh, that was, that was good, too. God, that yes. was good. That, that it was another he actually, good movie. He did that, he did that actor. on break. Didn't he do that on break? No, he was, okay, he was done with uh, Lord of the Rings by the time Sin City came out. But yeah, yeah it does. That, that was a fun role for him. Was he the guy that his dick chopped off? He had no dick? Uh, no. No, that no. was the son of the politician. The yellow-green guy. Yeah, the, oh, yellow, right. the yellowish guy. Uh, Elijah Wood was the, uh, the cannibal who was being protected by the priest. Yeah, he got something chopped off. He got, yeah, he got his head cut off. That was great. That was a great movie. And then they made a sequel to Sin City and nobody cared. Well, you just can't, like, I'm sorry. Like, those guys nailed it. Yeah, lightning in a bottle. Yeah, it was fuck? one of those, like, it was just, yeah. It shouldn't have worked, but somehow it, it did. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Description of Sin City. <laughs> I mean, for whatever reason, I it's well, like, you put together a cast like that, it it's <clears throat> almost bound to fail. Something with that many stars and just that big of a clusterfuck of a production. That's I a mean, lot. look at the Expendables. I'm. Did I just go there? I'm sorry. Oh God! It was how, Nick how Stahl. Dare you. <laughs> Nick Stahl played the yellow man. Rourke Jr. Ah, yes, I know. Look out, we're banned now everywhere because I made fun of Chuck Norris. I uh, know, that's no, fine. Chuck Norris will just come into your house and... Yeah, I was going to say, he'll just show up at your house and, and make you apologize for shit that you've never done. And then you'll have a beer and then he'll headbutt you and everything will be fine. <laughs> so, how is it any different than being married? hi Hey, did anybody see uh, a movie with Vin Diesel in it called The Last Witch Hunter? Yes. Uh, it was I, awful. I was going to say, I think I got it for free, but I don't think I've ever watched it. It somehow has six stars on IMDb, and it also stars Elijah Wood, so I, I'm interested. It's got Michael Caine in it. Michael Caine, Vin Diesel, Rose Leslie is in this, Elijah Wood, Olafar Dury Olafansson, uh, I pronounced that horribly. It's got some people in it. How can this be a bad movie? Oh, no, it, it was it was awful. It was um, it, the, it. They essentially do have to ask this. I mean, it was Vin Diesel, but, you know, <laughs> I, I think I mean, <laughs> that is true. It's Vin Diesel is the main character. Like, uh, what was the Babylon uh, was 2035 or whatever with Vin Diesel? Did you watch that? Oh, my. Yeah, was it not the one where he had to smuggle the girl through whatever, the wasteland or something? And basically nothing happened in that movie? I think the only movie that I really liked Vin Diesel in was the Pitch Black series. And those were good movies, in my opinion. I like the Riddick movies. Uh, Yeah, okay. I love the Riddick movies. The last one was a little bit lazy. 
No, okay. The last one was a, a re redo of the first one. So that that Correct. which is probably explains why I like the most recent one and the very first one. The ones that came in between, they're like they explored the lore of Riddick, and I didn't care. Uh, but, <laughs> but the first one, Pitch Black, was good, and whatever the hell the the recent one with Katie Sackhoff was, was good. Yeah, sure, we'll go so, with that. It's just called Riddick. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick was the second one. It's where he becomes the necro, the leader of the necromancers, and then Riddick is the one where they drop him on the planet, and Tomb's father finds him. only watched it a couple times i i think that i'm fucking insane because i swear to god rose leslie was on uh downton abbey she was she fucking was it's right here yeah okay i'm not crazy never mind continue like, what, what about uh richard b riddick i know i know i am uh yeah no uh the, yeah no i'm we're good. I, the last one, I, the storyline was a little bit better. Um, it was nice to see him get the girl. Uh, it was a little depressing in the first one to have him put in all that groundwork and then to have her get stabbed in the heart by. Look, that's the whole. That off. was the whole point. That's why it was such a fucking good movie. It's just it was raw and it was brutal and it was exactly what the the comic book portrayed. Richard B. Riddick, his his name is Dick B. Dick. Uh, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. what Dick B. Dick is supposed to be be all, all about. So that's I I enjoyed the first one. So just as a side note, and in looking through uh, Vin Diesel's acting credits, he was on a show in 2015 called Celebra D&D. Yeah, he's actually a pretty well-known D like celebrity D&D player. That is amazing. He did, I actually uh, have a little bit of respect for him. Matt Mercer from Critical Role. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he's he puts in some work. The thing that I admire most about Vin Diesel is when he uh, posted those pictures on Twitter of him uh, topless so that everyone could see his abs, and he did it to protest body shaming. That made a lot of sense and uh, was very daring of him. Yes, because he should be ashamed of them abs. Damn. Shame on you. <laughs> <clears throat> shame Just on you for putting in the work and 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 having abs the rest of us Look, we don't I have would, time to I, in the time I, I would put in the work but i like tacos too much <laughs> <laughs> time tacos sorry time i'll catch you later exactly tacos are really delicious yes, i mean I was, all so, right let's go all right let's go have tacos yep. yep i think we're out all right we'll catch you all later thanks for joining and uh, thank you all for listening. Wow, I this podcast was still going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs>